0: Going to the World Series. Yes. Oh, wait. Wrong show. Wrong show.
1: Are you sure that show's not that still show, going on?
0: That show might still be going on. I think it was Jesus. the longest show in PHNX history. I'm so sorry for the late start, everyone. You can blame the Arizona Diamondbacks, but that's okay. It's a very happy occasion. So to Stanley be Cup
1: Stanley Cup playoffs, Stanley Cup Finals, we can pay him back. And, like, I mean, just, listen,
0: two, like seasons, their the D-backs two seasons ago had like the one of the worst seasons ever, and now they're in the freaking World Series. So, never say never. As Andre yes. Tournier said this morning, we're on deck, we're next. So, there you go. Just freaking saying, thank you all so much sincerely like i say at every show thanks for tuning in but sincerely thank you for tuning into the PHNX next county's post game show because of all the games tonight the d-backs winning games having to go to the world series the sun's home or not home opener season opener and the Coyotes losing 6-3 to the LA Kings on the road. We appreciate you for being here in our show and our chat. Um, So hit the like button. Sincerely, we appreciate it. And thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. And Leah here with Petey. We got Danielle behind the Mac. And we don't even have Craig because that's how delayed we were that Craig... Sincerely, Craig's on the bus.
1: He's already on the, on the bus. Um, yep.
0: so we'll get a message a note in from Craig in a few minutes. Um we'll try. But, but Petey, I'm just gonna throw it to you. Well, yeah, you
1: know what? The, this one this one for us. It's funny because it's it started off it started off good. And you you, you we we added you had a boyd to the lineup and you threw him on a line with with McBain and you go, okay, this line was buzzing, four check goal. McBain doing just what we talked about him needing to do: go from from cold to hot. We talked about McBain driving the net. The Coyotes did everything right. They score. They they take the lead to one nothing, and then it this is the concern for this team. And this is what I've said since the summer. I think the concern is their ability to defend. And it's, it, it fell apart. I know they gave up a power play goal and that was just, we'll, we'll get into hows and whys later, but then then the goal off the rush and then a, just a horrific defensive zone coverage play that that it, I, you know, we do PD's puck talks, Leah. And, and on that defensive zone coverage, I was so mad. I started to draw it out. And it was it. There were so many mistakes that that I just I quit. I just <laughs> gave up. So th- then it's three not, Then it's three to one, and th- now you're now you're really digging a hole. And I feel bad for Connor Ingram because we we've talked a lot about how good the goaltending and how strong the goaltending has been to this point in the season, and Connor Ingram just got left out to dry. I feel really bad for him because I don't know. If if the first three goals were his fault, it was yeah. such a bad defensive zone breakdowns that that seven minutes in he's gone, he's sitting on the bench, and here comes Carell, and it wasn't his fault.
0: Oh, okay, we just lost you for one second. That was you strange. did. Yep, no, you're back. Um, okay. yeah, it, it was really too bad, especially because there was a really fun stat coming into this game. You know, I what always got tired with my nuggets, and it's a little bit skewed. But Connor Ingram has had never before this game allowed a goal against the LA Kings. He'd only played against them one time, but he stopped 23 of 23 in that game of February 2023. This was his second start, and unfortunately gets pulled in the first period, which is a huge bummer because it feels like every single game so far this season. And the one thing we've been saying is, well, the goaltending's been great. The goaltending's been phenomenal. The goaltending's bailed them out. This has kind of been the backbone of we like yesterday in our little hot or not, like goaltending was hot. And tonight we kind of saw the opposite, which was a bummer. And again, like you can't expect Veggie and Ingi to be perfect all 82 games it's just not realistic but this was kind of the first time that we saw some struggles in that but you're right it wasn't really all on them it was a lot of defensive breakdowns um and it's just too bad because they kind of had had a good thing going
1: yeah it was just some bad bounces too. some some strange bounces the one that that squeaks through the armpit uh, that's one he's got to have it, it was strange bounces on the on the second goal that went right onto a player stick it, it was frustrating, but having said that, there was a brief moment where it looked like the Coyotes were going to battle back into this one and, and you know it started with with Buke said Krauss gets his first point of the year driving into the net and Bukes picking up the the rebound and you go, oh my goodness, they're back in it and then Barrett Hayton scores his first goal of the year. Oh no again. <laughs> Like, are you kidding well, it me? It's such
0: a bummer because that, that, if that goal had counted, which I don't think it should have, it was blatantly offside, yes. but, but like it th- that would have changed the whole momentum of the game. Like I was sitting there sure. thinking, Oh my God, like they're going to come back. They're going to, we're going to do a, a three game sweep here in the Valley for Valley sports tonight. I really felt it. Um, And, you know, unfortunately they got it called back, which is a huge, huge bummer for Barrett Hayton. Um, But hopefully at least, you know, scoring the goal, like, even though they took it off the sheet, he still physically put it in the net. So hopefully that, you know, maybe
1: the juice is going, maybe it does. And the other thing though, which is really funny is it's not funny, but, the, but they had to back the play up like, what was it 30, 40 seconds. Like it, it seemed like that puck was in the zone for Keller had three shots on goal during that, that could have all gone in and all of them were offsides. And here's, here's something Just a little note, Leah, we've talked about this before on the show that when they first came in with these rules and and the coaches challenged the Newell Brown was was our power play coach at the time and he wore the headset. And if we would have seen that a blatant offsides like that, we would have. We did. We did it one time. You holler on the headset. Remember, the, the uh, Manning always used to yell Omaha. So I'd yell in the headsets, "Omaha," and that meant the play is clearly offsides. The goal is not going to count. So <laughs> then he yells "Omaha" on the ice, and everybody comes out of the zone. Everybody's going, "What the fuck are they doing?" Like, what's That's going on? That's such a fun tidbit. Because we already knew it was offside. So why keep playing? And now you've got your number one unit out there. You had Keller and, and Schmaltz out there for an extra forty seconds. So they're getting tired out. It's not going to count anyway. So you're literally doing nothing. So get out of the zone and, and start doing it again. So it's it's unfortunate that that had to get called back because I thought I thought the power play of all of the things tonight, one of the bright spots was the power play. I thought their puck movement was great. Um, I, I still struggle with some of their entries. I know we've talked about it in the in the members-only Discord. Um, <clears throat> some of the drop passes I, I don't love. But once they were in the zone, man, the top players were fantastic. Like Cooley, Schmaltz, Keller, Derzy, they were zipping around, and Hayden just stood in front of the net and did what his job was. So, It's unfortunate Hayden doesn't get his first. This team wasn't very good defensively, and they're on their way home from a game that they honestly they didn't deserve to win this game. But they get to face the same team on Friday, yeah, and they can correct these mistakes. This would be this is something they can they can shore up some of that defensive defensive zone stuff i hope and and i can't wait to leah till i'm in the studio with you again because i'm going to show you we're going to go through this goal that third goal we're not even going to talk about it tonight but the third goal out of pd spock tech just me and you because i want to show this to you because i've got to show somebody because i'm so mad about it <laughs> by the way did you see my new my new thing yeah i my like new it thing? And i got new bobbleheads. i put bobble i like it on. so i'm trying Trying Very to improve nice. my set. I, I the, improved the set with dolls. This,
0: the gravestone of all the teams the D-backs have beat in the in the playoffs. How,
1: how full was the swear jar?
0: Um, After, I haven't the show seen today. it, but we can probably fund like Craig's yeah. flight home from L.A.
1: Yeah, the, the show today, I imagine. And that's without Sean to pause with the profanity.
0: Derek, how full is the swear jar? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Petey, Petey, the swear jar is so full. I don't know if you heard, but we put the Phillies in a box. That's what this. I, I, is. I, I, I have heard. I, I've heard about you I've heard it. i did heard about we're it. Going, we're going to the World Series, pal. We're going I forward. heard about it for an hour and 75 minutes. Is two how long hours. I heard about it. Two
0: hours and two minutes. A PHNX record. We did it.
1: We're it's trying to go. I was drinking champagne out of That's, a beer bag. You know what? It's valid. It's yeah. valid. Uh, were they drinking um, okay. champagne? <laughs> he he, bought, a he champagne? brought a bottle of champagne. Okay. I did not. I'm drinking water.
0: I'm also drinking water. Um Petey, let's let's kind of talk big picture. We'll look at sure. the numbers from this one and then um go from there. So obviously, you know, the Coyotes kind of held their own in shots on goal, 28 to 27, and it's it's ironic looking at the numbers here, both teams were 1 for 4 on the power play. Um hits, you know, relatively physical game. LA had more shot attempts, 52 to the Coyotes 46. Um but I think someone had said on Twitter like this kind of felt like a really back and forth game at some points it it definitely tilted more LA side I think the Coyotes made some mistakes and didn't have you know those A plus performances that maybe we've seen in the first the other first five games of the season Um, but relatively even for the most part it was just kind of those intangibles that cost them
1: you know, statistically, it was an even game. There was no question, and I think the the, the problem was is the bigger mistakes happened by the Coyotes. And it, the hockey's we we say it's a game of mistakes, and that's how we, that's how you're able to score goals because teams make mistakes. And I thought the Coyotes made more than the LA Kings did tonight. Um, you know, I, I, the Coyotes showed Keller was good. Keller made some offensive fantastic plays. They were great on the power play, but that Schmaltz line, and, and I'm going back to that third goal that made this game three to one was Schmaltz and Keller on Hayton on the ice. And it was uh, the reads in the defensive zone were just horrific. Like they they were, I, I, they, they, these are veteran players on the ice that can't make mistakes like that to give up that third goal. It was just, I, I don't know what, 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 you can't even blame system play on that one. It, it, Schmaltz goes to the wall um, to take his defenseman, his defenseman, and he just turns up the ice. Like, I don't know where the hell he's going. Just hit him. Bump him. Tie him up. I was so frustrated by those little mistakes. And until this team learns to defend better, they're not going to talk. We've talked playoffs. They're not going to the playoffs unless they learn to defend better. And it's funny because all the you, defense wins championships in hockey. It does. I think the Vegas Golden Knights prove that. Um, you can have flash and dash like Colorado and you can outscore some of your mistakes, but you still have to be able to defend. And I thought that was their biggest, biggest problem tonight was their inability to defend inside the blue line. Um, they can skate with this LA King team. This King team is fast and young. The Coyotes can skate with them. The Coyotes are a good hockey team that can surprise people offensively, but they're going to have to learn to defend better. And we said it, their goalies had a 1.8 Goals against average coming into this game combined, and the goalies it was a mirage. The goalies were holding this team up for a few games, and and tonight this is kind of what's going to happen if they get average goaltending. They need above average goaltending if they're going to defend like this. I'm sorry I'm ragging on their defense. No, it's it fine. It's fine. But,
0: and you can't expect the goaltending to be perfect every single night. Like I said Absolutely. earlier on, it's just not, it's just not a fair ask. And I think we've seen that happen in a lot of these games so far, especially those low scoring one goal games. The goalies, I will not not even bailed them out, but kind of in a sense did. Um, and the, the, they just, it just feels like besides maybe the game in St. Louis, they haven't played a full like complete team game where every position was a hundred percent like firing at all cylinders. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And, and so. that's fair. I, I, and you know what, I, here's what I was doing. And I started off a little negative, but you always take away some of those bright spots. I thought Carcone coming off an injury that we thought he really might even glad be out of in the lineup. Yeah. He, he was good tonight. His feet were moving and, and he ends up on the score sheet. Didn't he end up on the score sheet or did he get an assist on the goal that didn't count? Okay, he, he had didn't.
0: an assist on the Bukestad goal.
1: Oh, there he is. Yeah. Bukestad cross Carconi. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, a guy we didn't think he was going to play. I thought he moved his feet really well I that. It gets in that hard. He's a player that, you know, we saw do those kind of things in, in Tucson. He needs to do them here. And I thought that was a very good game for him. I think the juggling of the lines and I think Zucker missing that lineup tonight. I think that really hurts this team.
0: Yeah, um, that's what B has just said in the chat right now.
1: Yeah, I think that's he. He's missed, and I know the week to week thing. Boyd gave a little jump. I I will say Boyd. Um, you know they didn't have to go to to Carconi or Sanford or not Carconi. I'm sorry, Jan or, or Sanford because they were able to throw Boyd in the lineup. But I thought Boyd played serviceable. I thought he was good. Um, serviceable. That's a good. Great- <laughs> I know. But I'm just. I'm just. I'm frustrated, but but he. You know he gets on. He gets part of the first goal because he's working hard, and he always works hard. He always works hard so it was good to be able to put him in the lineup but but i think zucker is going to be missed um defensively i i don't know if any of the defensemen i, I loved today even even dumba um jersey was great on the power play and I, i'm going to leave it at that and in dermot you're right Avery just said it dermot had a tough night turnovers um, didn't defend as well and and that's too bad because i was kind of hoping dermot have a really big game
0: today yeah Definitely. i know we'll talk more about him in a bit yeah. um Chris earlier said are we ever going to get an update on the fate of Sean DePaz yes Chris and let me tell you Sean had a better night tonight than me PD, and Craig let me just say that and I'll leave it at that more to come um but yeah you'll find out you'll be excited we'll find
1: out but he sent us a text in our group chat he is still part of the all-city umbrella I will just say that yeah and and he sent us inside an all-city message to all of us and I'm like are you kidding me like this is the life you're living right now, so don't worry about Sean DePaz. He's just fine.
0: Yeah, he is just fine. Um, was coming well, soon. In a
1: week, a week, or a week away.
0: I don't want to stick negative, PD, but let's look yeah. at your scouting report um, and see how the Coyotes did uh, against what you said. So we can pull up PD's scouting report um, and, PD, why don't you go through each of these and let yeah, us know how they just, did on them?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go really quick because it yeah, was painful. Limited on man rushes. Eh. Defense pinch, Defense turnovers. Bad rush reads. They no protect the house. I, you tell me. No, like no, they didn't. Um, offensively, I thought they did put a lot of shots on net. I think that, I'll give them that one. I I'll give them half. Of that one for shooting pucks from all over the ice. I thought that was good. Schmaltz, Keller stay hot. I thought they did. I thought the play on the power play was fantastic. So we'll give them two out of four. That was good. It just wasn't good enough to get the win tonight. They needed to get the top two. They needed to defend a team that can put up numbers. And this one thing we said about the LA Kings coming into this, they can score. They'll give up goals, but they can score. And I think they proved that tonight.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, we do have a PD's puck talk coming, but we'll, save that for just a minute from now. You know, I know everybody loves a good PD's puck talk. I certainly do. Um, but I especially love winning money over at bet MGM. And Owen told me tonight that he put a free bet on the D backs to win the world series a few months ago. Um, and that bet is looking real juicy right now. Um, so if you bet the D-backs to win the series against the Phillies, I'm sure you won yourself some good money tonight. If you bet on the Phoenix Suns tonight, you might have won some good money. If you bet on the LA Kings tonight, you might have won some good money um, over at BetMGM. And if you haven't signed up yet, now is definitely the time to sign up for BetMGM because right now, when you use the bonus code PHNX and place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager, through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. dollars you receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. You can check out the show notes for full details and now listen to Shane talk about the
1: disclaimer. Link problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778 hope Y or text HOPE-N-Y 369 new York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1 981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit at MGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario.
0: Um, And, you know, tonight, it's one of those nights that, like, you know those days where you just like drive home, but you don't put music on? Like, you just drive home in silence? Yes, in
1: silence. I do that. Yes.
0: That might be me tonight, but I have to make a stop at Circle K get some celebration snacks um, because if you didn't know the Dbacks backs are going to the world series, I need some gas. I'm going to stop at circle K grab some snacks because nothing like snacks just hit different when it feels like it's a reward, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to swing by circle K because I'm a part of the inner circle, which saves me money on gas, saves me 25 cents per gallon on my first five Phillips. And if you want to join the inner circle, you can join it for free by downloading the circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations, visit circle for details pd i want to get into your pd's puck talk but before we do that yes craig did send us a video and it's not quite ready yet but he did send us a video from la because he felt bad that he couldn't call in it's not really his fault it's the d-back's fault but that's okay we're letting it slide i just want to throw them under the bus at every possible turn um no David it's okay (laughs) but listen Derek Jesse and Patrick I'm just kidding um so we do have a video from Craig um and we'll get Craig's thoughts on the game here is what Craig had to say
2: hey guys checking in here from crypto.com arena where the Coyotes fell to the LA Kings 6-3 tonight I guess you can say that two out of three Valley road wins were not bad for the night. Obviously, the Diamondbacks got to the World Series and the Coyotes were quick to congratulate them. The Suns also won their road opener in Golden State. But the Coyotes just had too many defensive breakdowns tonight uh, to get it done on the road against the Kings team that had lost its first three games of the season in this building, all to division winners from last season. So they were a bit overdue. Um, we spoke to Andre Turny, the coach of the Coyotes, after the game and he wanted to make it clear that this was not on the goaltenders this just was about breakdowns particularly in that first period uh, you saw some of the cross seam passes that the kings were able to complete those were key you can't allow those sorts of plays and expect your goaltender to make the saves they had just too many breakdowns um, it's been a tough road for the coyotes obviously they've traveled a lot they were on the road the entire preseason they were in australia they have played five of their first six regular season games on the road they don't want to use that as excuse but when you look at the overall picture here the team is still three and three so i think the takeaway here other than needing to clean up some of those mistakes and get it right for friday's rematch with the kings is just this fact the Arizona Coyotes are still 3 and 3 after this really tough start to the season, so basically they'll take it.
0: I'm sorry, but was was Godzilla like stomping behind the background?
1: <laughs> it's funny, but uh, if you know, you know. Inside Crypto, formerly Staples, busiest arena ever. As soon as the buzzer goes, shit's going off. Like their <laughs> their basketball is going in. Get the hell out of! The, you should see that like where the Coyotes are getting dressed right now in their locker room. Like there are, are our forklifts and guys honking. It's a disaster. Like you, it's a disaster <laughs> that arena. So yes, that's what was happening. But Craig, Craig brought us kind of back to the positive vibe. They're three and three, and guess what, Leah as of this very second, this team is still in a playoff spot. Wow. uh, Yep. They, they, Um, they slipped out of the central and the second spot in the central where they were before. And now they're, they're holding down the second wild card right now.
0: Come on. Yotes. Um, and I, I'm glad that Craig brought up the goaltending thing and what bear said that it, it was all about the defensive, the breakdowns. And that's exactly what you said, Petey. It's almost like, you know, a thing or two about coaching it, it in the NHL. And on that note, Petey, I think we should get into nice your puck talk. So let us know what exactly we're going to be looking at and take us through it all.
1: So we're looking at the first two goals and, and we're looking at the two breakdowns. And, and I was going to start the third. Against. Yep. The two okay. goals against, and this is what this whole game was about. The defensive zone breakdowns. And we're going to say what happens. And usually in to give up a goal, it's not the first mistake. It's the second, third, and fourth mistakes. It's a lot more than just one guy making a mistake. And sometimes the guy you think it is, it isn't. And I know on the, the third goal is the one I keep going back to. It's like, Oh, Barrett Heaton missed his man. That's a, what I saw right away. Barrett Heaton missed a man, but you watch the film, but Barrett was fine. It was, it was small. It's Like every, where are you going? anyway? That's not that one. We're going to start (laughs) with the first goal against which is on the power play. And this one, I don't know exactly what they're trying to do on the penalty kill. I've been involved with teams where the the forward is attacking the defense. You want to go out there and stop. There's no point in rushing way out there and over, over committing, which is what Barrett Hayton does here. You see Barrett Hayton go into the LA Kings at the top of the power play. And as he gets to the very, very top of the power play, now he's out by the blue line. They make a pass in behind him and you can see all that room in behind Barrett Hayton. Next slide. So he's. Now he's got to hurry back to try to get to Kopitar. Well, he was out so far. Now he can't get to Kopitar. And look where Lawson Krause's stick is. So Lawson's Krause, we talk about your sticks being to the inside. And Craig talked about lanes being open. Well, you need to have your stick where the most important and dangerous player is. And the most dangerous player on this power play is Anjay Kopitar, And you need to have your stick to the inside. So Krause's stick is in the wrong place. Hayton was late because he went too high. There's a The defenseman either has to, the defenseman in front of the net either has to come out at 22 or he's got to hold tight which he did here puck goes in behind kopitar next slide can't catch him kopitar's got an easy tap in before ingram can even move pucks in in behind ingram before he even knows where it is so that's a breakdown based on the seams and we go to the second goal so let's go to the next one this one is a three on three we call it a three on three with a back checker so if you look at the circles and the line from stetcher to his uh, the, the la king opponent it's three on three Everybody's fine. And you see O'Brien off to the right at the top of the blue line. He's got his player. It's a three-on-three with a back checker. Everybody is fine. And then it breaks down. And this is what we mean when one mistake causes more. If we go to the next slide, you see Boyd on the left-hand side of the screen. He attacks the L.A. King player, and he takes a bad angle. His job is to stop that player from getting down the wall, stay in front of him, pinch him off, stop him, misses him. Bad angle. That player skates by Boyd. Now, in the second picture there, you see that player skates by Boyd. So what happens? Valamaki goes, "Uh uh-oh, I better cover up for Boyd's mistake. So I better go. No, no, stay there. (laughs) Valamaki, just stop. Just stop. Play that as a two-on-one. But no, he doesn't. So he goes. Next slide. So now Valamaki goes. And since he goes and the pass goes right through him, now Stetcher goes, well, I better go. So now Stetcher's got to go make up for Valamaki's mistake, which is making up for Boyd's mistake. And as soon as Stetcher goes, now O'Brien goes, uh-oh, this guy's all alone. I better go to that guy. So one led to two, led to three, now led to four guys having to change positions. If any one of those players would have just held and stopped and go, okay, I'm okay, Let's what's going on? But everybody just followed. It's a whole series of dominoes. So I go to the next slide. It's a bad bounce. It hits off Stetcher's foot. So O'Brien gets back to the guy. If it doesn't go off Stetcher's foot, everything would probably be fine because O'Brien covered up the mistake. The problem is the guy that gets the puck is the guy that O'Brien was with and O'Brien should have been with and would have been with if every single other player didn't make a mistake. The puck goes to a wide open LA King and the last slide is the puck going in the net. So all because Boyd pinched Everybody covered for that mistake. It ends up being a wide-open L.A. King, which would have never have happened if Boyd just stops the play at the red line. And that's today's talk talk.
0: And that's why Boyd was just serviceable in your analysis. Yep, just serviceable. <laughs> it, that
1: that play really bothered me. It's it's a play that he just took a bad angle, and even if he just skates backwards and gets in that guy, get in that guy's way and stays in that lane, that play doesn't happen. But again, Valamaki can't go. valamaki has got to play that as a two-on-one. It's just it's a straight three-on-two, and, and it's fine. Just back up just defend but no this team sometimes this was my problem with this team in the defensive zone sometimes they're just over aggressive and they attack the puck too much one it tires them out so by the time they get a turnover go back the other way they're too tired and two it makes them leave the front of the net so they're not defending the front of the net so anyway I hope people enjoy that I will try to be a little more positive um it's okay on the next talk.
0: this was a tough game to be positive about but let's kind of finish our game analysis with some positivity I think we can take away Jack McBain scored his first goal of the season tonight and PD he was one that you mentioned yesterday on our hot or not segment that Jack McBain was a little bit had a little it bit of a score start in terms of goal scoring so he he got on the score sheet tonight in a really great position um, there net front um, to get to get that goal so that was really great to see McBain Yeah, he's, on he's
1: one guy. This team's going to need secondary scoring. They can't rely on their top guys if they're going to, you know, take another step forward and continue to grow as a team. They're going to need secondary scoring and that means Krauss, McBain, Macelli. Those guys are going to have to start contributing offensively. It can't always be Schmaltz and Keller. Um, you know, Cooley Cooley adds a point tonight and so he's Amazing tied. pass by the way. He's tied for the top of the sc- rookie scoring ahead of Bedard, by the way. Cuz Bedard had a, ran-
0: a goal called off tonight.
1: Yes, so he's tied with Ridley Greig of um, the Ottawa Senators and Matthew, the defenseman. or not defenseman, Matthew Patra. P- I, 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 I want to. I know they pronounced it right on ESPN tonight, Patra. But anyway, he's he's also got four points, and Van Tilly and Connor Bedard all have four. Logan Cooley now has five. So if you're keeping track of Bedard versus Cooley, Cooley is ahead of Bedard. By a point,
0: excellent pass, excellent pass, excellent and I pass. feel like Clayton Keller in that spot at the circle on the power play, like it's just money. Like he has a chance to score every single night, um, and I lo- I loved the pass from Cooley. It was a primary assist as well. Um, I know we're all itching for him to get his first goal, but to see you know Keller doing what he does and scoring from that spot, that's again a really positive for me, and for him to continue scoring and continue accumulating points is is. Great. And Schmaltz, the second assist. So Keller and Schmaltz continuing to add points to their repertoire, which is something, again, we were looking at on yesterday's show.
1: And I think that's part of what this power play is going to become. And and they're only going to get better the more they play together. And you, you talked about that pass from Schmaltz to Cooley. Cooley could have taken that one-timer there and shot right away. And he faked that shot so well that it pulled all the L.A. Um, defenders out to Cooley. And he just let it to Keller, who was wide open. It was a really, really heads-up play. Uh, it's almost like a Michelli-Nolik pass that Cooley made over to Keller. Keller had all that room off to the side. It was a really, really good play. And I, I again, when I walk away from this game saying one of the best and the positive things I'm going to look at is is the power play. I thought the power play looked outstanding. I thought their puck movement was was great. They were putting the, the, the puck movement was outstanding. So I'm, I'm wanting to see that continue to grow. I mean, also excited to see this team back in the mullet. And, and I do think that makes a difference. Yeah, I thought they had a, they, They've got a few days off now. I don't even know what day of the week it is today. Is it Tuesday? Is it Monday? Tuesday? It's Tuesday.
0: And I only knew that because I just looked in the top corner and it says the date like not yeah, for you, yeah. like on the browser
1: yeah no idea no <laughs> idea what day of the week it is but I know they don't play till Friday so it's they they're taking tomorrow off they they're don't off practice. tomorrow yeah they're off tomorrow so everybody's going to get it that's that's what they missed before they played at the mall the first time against the Anaheim Ducks that they didn't have that rest period so they get day off tomorrow a light skate Thursday they'll probably be an optional skate on Friday morning so they're going to be much more rested and ready to go against this LA King a team back in the mullet so I'd like to see this team defend a little bit tighter uh, maybe a little better uh, you know goal tending performance in a Again, we're not blaming the goalies but if they get a goalie to play like they've been playing up till this game i i think you could you know those things need to happen if you want to get a different outcome against this la king team
0: yep absolutely um and then one other positive nick bukestad on the score sheet made up for the penalty he took earlier pd might have been on to something yesterday calling him out for his penalties um because the Kings capitalized on their power play when he was in the box again, because he also serves as a penalty killer for this team, but we're trying to be positive. Um, he did find the back of the net to quote Tyson Nash um, and Kraus got his first point of the season, which, you know, again, a little bit of a monkey off his back. Again, we talked about Barrett Hayden's goal that got overturned, but he did. He did find the back of the net. I'm just going to say it Um, to yeah. again to quote, to quote one Tyson Nash. Um, So, so definitely some good things to take away. I think, like you said, they're off tomorrow. They'll skate Thursday, kind of reset, be back at home, but be back at home, not so rushed as they were last time. And and hopefully it's a very different game on Friday against the Kings. They split the games with them in, um, in Melbourne in the preseason. I thought they played well against them. I know it was the preseason, but it was pretty much the NHL rosters there. Um, that's when Logan Cooley had his sick goal, by the way. So maybe a sign of a goal to come on Friday. Who knows? Um, but Oh, there, there are some positives. This is one that will set aside. And when everybody looks back on Tuesday, October 24th in Arizona sports history, this is not the game. They're
1: gonna you be- don't think, you don't think of all the things going on here today. They're going to be looking at the Coyotes score. <laughs> probably, probably not, but it's funny. It's still, you, you know, you're only five, six, seven games in for some of these teams. Pe- teams haven't figured out who they are yet or what they're going to be or what their style is. Or, like the, the Edmonton Oilers are one for, they have one win. The Edmonton Oilers that some pick to win the Western Conference, have one win, and they're a minus 10 in goal differential. Nobody would have thought that. So it's, it takes a while for everybody to even out and find out where everybody is. I think the Coyotes, I think they're a middle-of-the-pack team. And I, and you know what? That's really good. Yeah. And that's, that's really okay right now to be in the middle of the pack. So um, I, this was a tough one tonight, but bright spots were there. Individual bright spots were there. Keller Schmaltz, I thought were good. Cooley was good. And Carconi, I thought we we said he was good too. McBain gets his first. So there's so many good things to build on. This team's three and three. Everything's fine.
0: Everything is fine. Um, and... Oh, I literally. Oh, I just want to thank everybody who's here in the chat, literally on the East Coast and in the Central Time yeah, Zone. Yeah, Alltex, like, look at Alltex, way past Alltex and Paul, like you guys are amazing, and we appreciate you so much for being here and staying up to watch this. Um, Really, we do appreciate it. Um, there was one other bright spot this week, Petey, um, that I'm sure we'll talk about way more tomorrow. Um, but we did, want, like, this was a no-brainer for us, for this person to get that dog in him yes. tonight. Um, so without further ado, Travis Dermott, you've got that desert dog in you for the courage you showed by using Pride Tape on Saturday night and pretty much... Forcing the NHL's hand to reverse the pride tape ban. So Travis Dermott, kudos to you. Um, if you haven't read Craig's story with Travis's words on goPHX.com, go read it. You'll see how unbelievably articulate um, and thoughtful Travis Dermott was in his explanation of the decisions he made and why he did them. And um, he, yeah, this was like an absolute no-brainer for us for him to be our uh, our our dog.
1: I agree. And, and if you haven't read Craig's article on that, it's something it's one of those articles that's important. And I think you need to read it. So I'm just throwing that out there. So it's it was a really um, it, he changed the league today. He changed the league. They've rescinded the, the, the their policy on that. So I, I can't imagine how the, the courage that would have taken for for Travis Dermott to do that. Um, I will say something. Did you see Lonnie in in the chat?
0: Lonnie said 2.25 a.m. in New York.
1: But but the one thing, I'm going to say, isn't that the city that doesn't sleep? I guess. I, that's what I heard. So we're the city
0: that does sleep. The West we do coast sleep, is buddy. Slow.
1: This dude sleeps. I sleep a lot. And Be, it is so awful. far past like, past We're my approaching
0: midnight. Like, buddy, it you're... is so
1: far past my pet, not, bedtime. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and not to complain, but I've been working. It's a long day. Like, yeah. I've seen so much hockey Frozen today. Frozen frenzy, like, by dizzy. the way. Frozen Frenzy. Oh,
0: I loved it. What did you think? I know you were working, but what see, did I you think? I didn't
1: I don't I don't I don't know because i well, I'd be like loved I was it. watching a game. So did you see the bouncing loved around it. thing? Ha-
0: yeah, So it was actually a cool setup because we had D backs on our middle TV, we had basketball on the right and frozen frenzy on the left. And it like it was it was like the mecca of sports. It could it couldn't have gotten any better. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: It was electric, BD. The Diamondbacks are going to the World Series. Let's I'm go! Sure, no, I'm not sure if we knew that. Did we know that? <laughs> <laughs> did all techs oh have a super chat that we didn't read?
0: Yeah, I know. I was gonna read it, but I just okay, wanted to he say just commented that. that again. No, no, no. I just wanted to say that the I really loved the Frozen Frenzy. Let us know in the chat what you thought. I wish they would do it more. Um, I thought it was phenomenal. Did so. you hear
1: that they had to delay the game in Columbus?
0: Yes, for a power outage.
1: Power outage. So I'm almost screwed up. The frenzy that would have been Almost. stressful. Um, okay,
0: stressful. so our five dollars super chat from Altex, who we met on Saturday. Oh yeah, there was a Coyotes game tonight. <laughs> um Besides going to the uh, November 9th game in St. Louis, I'll be flying to Columbus on the sixteenth when the Yotes are there. Altex, you are a true definition of a diehard. But so. I'm not
1: sure. I, I'm not sure what what Altex's story is. I'm not sure. Like dude just picks up and flies all over. I'm not sure like maybe he's like a secret millionaire or something like a bitcoin millionaire kind of guy oh my gosh no maybe
0: well Petey, you're not on the road that much you like to be at home and i know recently you just went through the process of getting new flooring
1: don't even i because i know what's coming next
0: so we have a new sponsor I know. Um, and i'm sure you've seen and heard their commercials and their jingle because it is one of the best catchiest jingles of all time um and that's empire today um and what's great about empire you get to shop at home the you can find the right product for your needs they have quick and professional installation and price empire. match guarantee
1: which i'm sure pd could have used before uh and, and they're giving money off if you use the code PHNX.
0: Yes, they absolutely are. It's the best place to get new flooring, um, and but you just cannot beat Empire's quality, service, and speed um, because they really stand by their quality, which is super important when you're putting something in your home because you want it to be there for a really long time. Um, and yeah, they have an unbelievable offer. You can schedule a free in-home estimate today, and all listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code PHNX, which is unbelievable um so if you're looking to if you've kind of been hesitating to pull the trigger on getting new flooring because it's expensive use promo code phnx to get 350 dollars off restrictions apply you can see EmpireToday.com slash phnx for details and that's something important for me now that i have a house like next time i change my flooring i'm for sure going to
1: empire i'm on empire floor right now that's carpet up in this room in my office right now is from empire amazing for amazing
0: sure. um yeah. well derek's made a couple of cameos on our show i think he's had a few four peaks tonight um i think he has <laughs> i th- i saw a lot of wows going around the the more furniture viewing area early in the night i think damon was drinking a wow while, while producing dx this is a, the d making the world series this is an occasion to drink four peaks beer and it's october which is the best time to drink four peaks in my opinion because you can get the pumpkin porter if you're a fan and you can stop by the a street pub visit fourpeakscom slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events Steinholding, Oktoberfest, and haunted brewery tours are here so you can check out at four peaks brew or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest arizona's hometown brewery you must be 21 or older to drink four peaks and please drink responsibly okay pd we'll wrap this one up let's start by taking a look at the upcoming schedule. Um, we obviously know that the Kings are here on Friday, but I haven't really looked much further than that. So next week week is a huge week. You know, we had four games last week, just two this week, catch our breaths and then right back into four games in in, uh, five days there or six days, six days, um, Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks in town Monday at mullet. We'll be there for sure. That's going to be awesome. um, This is brutal in LA or sorry, in Anaheim on Wednesday back home for Thursday. The Canadians are in town and then a matinee on Saturday. It's almost like a repeat of the schedule before just a few other twists and turns, Um, but a really interesting schedule because a lot of struggling teams on the horizon, Chicago, Anaheim and Montreal, they're not all top teams. Um, So it, it should be an interesting test for the Coyotes next week.
1: Yeah, and there are some teams there that again, I, I'm not sure what they are yet. And the Winnipeg Jets are one of those. They're three and three. They're 500 after their first six games as well. Um, Montreal Canadiens are playing better hockey than I anticipated them playing. I'm the team that this the Coyotes have played. How many times now? Five times between preseason and raise like uh, uncle on the Anaheim yeah. Ducks. It, it's tough. It's a tough play three and four like that. Um, it's concerning. Like that's a that's a tough schedule, and you get you you take advantage of the rest when you can. So they have to get the rest this week. And the game I'm looking forward to the most is the Monday night game with Cooley versus Bedard. And, and it's funny. I I watched these. I don't know if you saw any of the Chicago blackhawk game tonight where Connor Bedard scored
0: and then didn't
1: uh, score. And then didn't score. Yeah, was a, I saw it, it was on the Frozen Frenzy, PD.
0: It was highlighted right there on Frozen Frenzy.
1: It was a great goal on the power play, and same same issue it was offside, and so it didn't happen. Yeah. So, but Art Cooley Monday night, I will yeah. be there. I'm going to Mullet. I don't know if I'm gonna make the Mullet Friday. I know you were talking about going Friday. I'm. I don't know. My, it's okay. My, it's a long. I'll meet you in the studio. I'll meet in the studio. Um,
0: wildly said I want to see Cooley score on Bedard how about that would be a unique situation for him to get his first NHL goal if he doesn't do it this Friday that would be yes, really
1: crazy it would be cool sure. yeah I'd um, like to have the highlight real goal in that for sure that'd be awesome
0: yeah um, another comment that I really want to highlight comes from non. sorry if I'm not saying your name right said 9 30 a.m here in Turkey what what thank you for the great show despite the l i feel playoffs this year go yotes what oh i think you might be our first viewer from turkey so that's awesome
1: <laughs> from the 9 30 in the morning see that's That's fantastic. a great
0: time to watch a post game show
1: it is that's awesome it's it almost making me think to move on the other side of the planet so i can actually i could just do all my shows at 9 I, i'm in like, like let's go that's cool well
0: thanks for tuning in from turkey and i hope i say your name right and i'm sorry um if i didn't but anywho um and we'll round things out by looking at the punch card the coyotes are three and three again i think this is a super positive thing um to be three and three at this point in the season we haven't seen this in a really long time this is the coyotes best five game start before tonight is their best five game start to start the season since 2015, 16. If they had one tonight, it would have tied their best start since 2012, 2013. Um, so I think we can take this as a win and it's great to see, uh, Three and three to start. I'm happy. Yeah, I,
1: when you when when the calendar came out and the schedule came out early, I thought this was going to be a tough, right up through this game was a, was a really tough stretch. Tough, I can't even speak anymore. It's almost midnight. <laughs> it's a tough stretch coming into this Friday's game at home at the mullet. I thought this was going to be, you know, three and three. They're 500. I, we're going to take that. We're absolutely going to take that as a win. And you know what? There were points in this Diamondback season where they were so far out of it. And you're like, oh my, I remember like a month ago, we were you know, watching. It was August. in August, I think. Yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, this, they were oh woe is me. And now it turns out things get better. I don't know if the Coyotes are going to make the Stanley Cup play, playoffs or the Stanley Cup finals, but I do know they're going to have some games where they're much better than they were tonight, where they're going to skate better, defend better, and things are going to have a better outcome than what happened tonight. We'll file this one put this one away and get ready to to do it again on Friday night against the exact same team and I'm hoping um that they they clean some things up and they have a little better outcome after this game on Friday.
0: Absolutely. I think they will. Um what an exciting time to be a Valley Sports fan. Truly it, it can not really be any better I mean. than this. You got the Coyotes who are good for the first time in years. There's a lot of excitement around this team. You got the Suns who started their season tonight and one you got Booker and KD, and hopefully beals back in the lineup soon. You have the D backs going to the freaking World Series. What the hell, Petey? Um, I just had to scream it because Derek is still here and his energy. Oh is, my
1: God. Is, is the studio still got a lot of people? The Every Suns go home? Every
0: person's still here. Every person go home. is still
1: here. The what? Suns go home? Did the, the Suns go home yet? They did. They did. Yeah.
0: The yeah. D backs people are still here because. Oh, was here. Um, the the two hour show wasn't enough time for them to be in the studio. Um, you got, um, ASU hockey is a wagon. Wildcat football has been outperforming expectations. Who am I forgetting? Rising is in the playoffs. They won their first playoff game. We got. We had the president of the Phoenix Mercury in studio last week. Like everything is on the up. Um, this is really exciting. It's a really great time, um, and a really great time to become a diehard over at PHNX. If you haven't been in the discord in the last few days, it got a little bit of a makeover and it's looking real good. And I just want to thank everybody again for being such a huge coyote supporter. We kind of got to see how many coyotes fans there really are in there. Um, and it's a lot of you, so go check out the discord it's reorganized, but like in a very good way, it makes me very happy. I'm a very organized person. Um, so it's great. And if you haven't done your little role assignment thing, you can do that in the role. What does that channel. mean? So it means that you can identify like which team you're a fan of.
1: Good Lord. I I, I asked people in there, what is role? assignment?" I didn't understand it. Is that means? <laughs> so, okay. You don't the have discord, to do I'm it. I'm really me. disappointed. You, the, I know what I asked.
0: Because you're an admin. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I,
1: okay. Sorry. I asked <laughs> but, people in the discord and they usually jumped to help me, but they didn't.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, being a diehard gets you access to our discord. It also gets you access to 20% off merchandise, such as our Logan Cooley shirt, which if you buy it, maybe he'll score a goal. So you can grab this right now, phnxlocker.com for 20% off. And if you're not a diehard, you can get it as your free shirt when you sign up because every year at sign up, you get a free shirt or hat. You also get 20% off events and we have A lot of events coming up. Um, A bunch of Suns takeovers. We have watch parties for Cardinals home and away games. All the Cardinals home games are going to be at gila river resorts and casinos wild horse pass which is going to be a ton of fun you can reserve those tickets right now for free um, the link is in our show notes so check that out the first one is this sunday so it's going to be a lot of fun um, but you can always keep up at gophnx.com for all of the events in the events calendar pd anything else before we get out of here
1: no, it's it's been a long day of hockey and it's um you know it's a great day for Arizona sports. Just uh hang in there for the coyotes. It's gonna be an up and down year, I think. So maybe that streetcar is a roller coaster for a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Um Adnan said, thank you for reading my comment. Love you guys watching you while having my breakfast before going to work. Keep the good spirit as always love from Turkey. Amazing. Um, And wildly says I'm in New Mexico. We have people in St. Louis, New Mexico, Philadelphia, Turkey, Arizona, New York. Like this has been awesome. It's 1138 PM Arizona time. So we sincerely appreciate everybody for being here um, as the, least significant game of the night occurred and was a loss. Um, but sincerely, we appreciate you all. We are starting with our new off day show time tomorrow um, on Wednesday. That's going to be a 2 p.m. Arizona time show. So plan accordingly. We'll be live at 2 on Wednesday and Thursday. So tune into the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss when we go live on there. And then we'll have another post game show this Friday. So jam packed week. As always, we're talking hockey five days a week. And you can listen on audio if you prefer that as well. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Craig S. Morgan, at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Abraka Danielle. And of course, you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your night, everyone. Enjoy the fact that the D-backs are going to the World Series and we will see everybody tomorrow.